is a Bramble Jam podcast. Hi, it's Bran, and I love Hallmark Christmas movies. Hey, it's Panda, and I like Hallmark Christmas movies. I'm Dan, and I despise Hallmark Christmas movies, and this, this is, is the Deck the Hallmark, Hallmark Podcast. podcast. It feels good to be back so uh, for the fourth day in a row. Mm. I love this time of the year because I love that we get to do four episodes a week through the end of the year. And when it's October, it's not old yet. That's the thing is we're 10% done, guys. This is what this is what else. Can I just say this? Yeah. This is what I'll say. It is ne- it never feels overwhelming to do the episodes with my boys. That's it's true. Never, That's it's, true. This yeah. is the never, episodes are never some, the issue. I would say it's a good time every time. Just do it. Come, do come, it. Thanksgiving, come Thanksgiving week. week I'm like, a- hey, let's just take it back a notch with the amount of movies. That's just me. Like, I want to be able to sit and enjoy. But and, you recharge just, again. I do recharge again 100%. But all I'm saying is, uh, even then, though, I'm just happy I get to record my voice. So the fact that we get to do this four days a week is just a dream come, come on. true. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't get better than that. It doesn't Christmas get better than that. October. Except it does get better than that because what if I told you that you could get this podcast and all of the Bramble Jam pods completely what? ad-free in one central feed? I got to tell you, we have the best fans in the world. They did a full countdown to countdown Woo! to Christmas in season three for us on our Facebook group. If you join Deck the Hallmark Plus, you'll be a part of that Facebook group. They did an ugly sweater contest. They did a cookie exchange. They did Secret Santa. All of that stuff. And it's all people that love Christmas. They also have a thread for every movie where you get all these honest real-time opinions uh it's a blast you really should check it out if you're a big hallmark fan if you're a big deck the hallmark fan bramblejamplus.com go to the deck the hallmark plus tier join immediately that's the way to get all of that and speaking of that facebook group one of my favorite things that we're doing this year is having real time uh discussion about the movies i just talked about it did you yep just but i want to talk about even more okay please do i'm just sorry is it real time I got to tell you, I was looking at the video and I was like, man, that looks good. It looks great. And I was not listening to what you were saying. FriendlyTV.com slash DTH is the place you can go to watch this show Mm. and all... 40 of the and movies that we're watching think Christmas threw up in this studio. Something's wrong. I, I, I told the uh, the wonderful people at Plum uh, who came and decorated the, the studio. I want it to look like a Hallmark movie threw up. That's what I want it to be. Christmas. Said, delivered. I That's want right. it to be Hallmark plus. And we got this wonderful thing finally hanging out uh, that Luke, Luke McFarlane, McFarlane made for us. The little deck, it. the Hallmark ornaments. So. We couldn't figure out how to do it. We, uh, <laughs> That's, we got a professional team in here. We a spent, zip tie. That's we all were just took. at the drawing board with algorithms and, you know, coordinate we systems. We crunched the numbers backwards yeah. and forwards. I had an abacus out. It didn't help at all. It was crazy. <laughs> uh, like, well. Yeah. We could get a long rope and go from here down there, but then how will we open the door? We at one point contemplated literally building another board to attach to that board. (laughs) This is true. That would a attach, flat board. And this person just like, how about a Christmas crate? Of course. A Christmas crate. It's the Christmas a- crate. First you take a box and some ornaments and then some hot chocolate. It's the Christmas crate. <laughs> Oh, it's good to be back, baby. Oh, man. Woo, 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 woo. We are talking about the last of the movies from this past weekend. Yeah. And what's so exciting is we're here today on Thursday. We're going to do it all again this weekend. Four mm. more movies. 
followed by four more episodes. We're going to have a lot of fun with that. Delivered by Christmas, though, was the final of the weekend, aired Sunday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Um, And you likely uh, fell asleep and finished it the next day, like most people who are normal. And who's staying up until midnight? Who are you people? Go to sleep. I think that the Midwesterners, the the Central Time Zone has it the best. They sure do. do. First one starts at 7, next one at at 9. That's how to do it right there. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, that, because here's why you can start a DVR if you're like putting the kids to bed, and then you can start it, and then you're it's, you're not you're not too late. I don't know. I just I can't stay up that late anymore, guys. You thought I'm about just, moving central. I thought about moving central yeah. for this. That's right, just for this podcast. Um, okay, deliver by Christmas. It orig- is it delivered or deliver? Deliver, deliver, like an imperative deliver. to do so. Do it or don't. I don't That's care. Right. <laughs> deliver by Christmas. It originally aired on October twenty fifth, twenty twenty, and it went a little something like this. Molly runs a bakery that is just booming this holiday season. We then meet a fellow named Josh who has a kiddo, and they are working through a list that is going to help them have the best Christmas ever. Um, They have a list to help them do that. That's how you know it's serious. Uh, They go to find a Christmas tree. Now, Josh is checking for soft needles you know how to do you you just touch the needles he reaches his hand in blindly which is dangerous and he feels another hand whose hand does that belong to it's molly's it's molly's hand hand. (laughs) whose hand is it Uh, they chat about the trees and then they go on their own way josh agreed to make christmas cookies for uh his sister-in-law who is putting on the big christmas festival but he burns the cookies real good So he contacts Molly's Bakery and asks her if she would be willing to donate the cookies for the festival, and she agrees. So the next day, they uh, chat on the phone a little bit to get an idea of the cookies, and, and that's that. That's what happens. Then, the following day, they bump into each other at the ice skating, I'm sorry, at the ice cream parlor, and it's another delightful encounter between two wonderful people, and they go on their way again. He calls her back up and they talk more about cookies and she gives him some more, uh, some cookie baking tips and if he wanted to try making cookies again with his kid. Now, it is important to know that at this point, they don't know that the person on the phone is the person that they're seeing in real life. They just, they, they, there's a person in real life that they've bumped into a few times. That's been nice. There's a person on the phone, call, a phone that they're also enjoying. They don't know, same person. But boy, are they connecting. One day, she sees him out uh, with his son visiting Santa. Uh, his sister-in-law is with him. And so, obviously, Molly assumes that Josh must be married, and they are visiting Santa together. During one of their many phone calls, they uh, open up about past loves, and they really find themselves opening up to one another, which they don't feel like they get to do very often with anybody else. So... Uh, she's working on the cookies, but asks him if he could get some of the stuff to decorate the gingerbread houses uh, to have on the table because they're doing a gingerbread house uh, building thing at the festival. She knows uh, what time he's going to be at the candy store, and uh, her sister encourages her to go by the candy store to see what he looks like. 
and she realizes who has been on the phone the entire time. It's the Christmas tree guy. It's the guy from the ice cream parlor. And I thought he was married. Um, they they walk on the uh, they they talk on the phone uh, that night, and she's all sorts of awkward, and it's fantastic. So there happens to be another girl named Jessica that Josh uh, keeps bumping into, and she's super into him, and he's not having it. But uh, she invites him to dinner, and he doesn't really know how to respond to that. Uh, he dis- discovers that his son's Christmas wish, which was placed inside of a Build-A-Bear, uh, uh, is a wish that his dad would fall in love again and have a friend and all that wonderful stuff. So he decides, you know what? I'm going to go to dinner. It's just dinner. We'll just see what happens here. So he goes, and Molly goes to deliver some bread to that restaurant, sees Josh at the restaurant with this girl drinking wine, laughing clearly on a date and she gets real sad she even avoids his phone call later uh, that night so the day of the festival is finally here and Molly gets her sister to deliver the gingerbread uh, so that she doesn't have to see him and that makes Josh real sad lots of sadness Molly's sister though gets some insider information that uh, Josh wasn't really into Jessica um, and uh, it was just a date but there wasn't anything there Um, and so she runs to tell Molly about this and she shows up up at the Christmas tree lighting. They see each other. She texts him and says, it's me. It's very sweet. They kiss and apparently the entire town watched it. And that, my friends, was Delivered Deliver by Christmas. Christmas. We mm. did wow. it. Woo! Yeah, boy. Woo, woo, woo. You take the things, do, do the, the stuff. stuff. Put it all together. It's a Christmas crate. I love a Christmas crate. There should be, maybe there is a subscription service called Christmas crate. There could be. Gosh, there has to be. Right? Come on. Let's just quit this. All right, guys. Thank you. (laughs) We'll be right back. We'll come back (laughs) with the four segments here on Take the Hallmark. If you've listened at all this season, you've already heard us talk about universal yums, but I need you to listen carefully right now. If you have kids, If you have a friend, if you have a family member who needs the perfect gift, if they like to snack at all, which is everybody, you need to go visit Universal Yums. You get a box monthly in the mail with a just packed full of snacks, sweet, salty, sour, all the different flavors from somewhere around the world. The last box we just got was from Russia. Some of the snacks in that box were amazing. There were these dill pickle chips. They were unbelievable. And here's the deal. They educate you on that country. They send you the box each and every month. It's a new country each and every month. Your kids will love learning about new snacks. It'll make it easier for them to try new foods. That family member in your life who's impossible to buy for, this is the gift for them. Universal Yums is not only the best snack out there, it is the official snack of Deck the Hallmark Season 3. And they're going to give you $10 off a six-month subscription box. And all you got to do is go to universalyums.com slash deck. That's universalyums.com slash deck. You will thank me later. I have awful news. What's that? Christmas crates taken. Oh, Unbelievable. No. We have a good idea. And, and just like that, it's gone. <sighs> I hate it. Um, But you know what I don't hate? The fact that we have four segments to break down this movie. 
And I think we should start. I I thought about it. I gave. I pulled out the old uh, blueprint yesterday. The, it was the really? Deck the Hallmark blueprint. We, it's we like always, how to get from here know, to there. You pull it out every once in a while. I do just to kind of see. Are we missing anything? No, we're not. We're gonna start with the hot take because it is the perfect way to yeah. start and to say exactly how we feel you about remember this. Remember when, like less than a year into this, we tried to change the last segment and we just <laughs> tossed it around between us and we tossed it out to some people on the Patreon. They're like. No, are you crazy? It was like we momentarily <laughs> forgot that we're doing a podcast for Hallmark movie watchers. <laughs> we're Change? not even a year in and we're throwing a different segment at them? No way. Uh, Having said that, looking forward to the Razzle Dazzle. Oh, it's, it's, it's coming. Dazzle. It's going to be good. Oh, it's you coming. You will not believe it. I'm so excited. I'm more excited about the Dazzle than the Razzle. That's know. interesting because <laughs> I was talking with my wife who was talking with her sister yeah. and she was pumped about the razzle interesting yeah the razzle could be, is it could be a both and early it's, on it's both for brand it's both razzle. for brand you're with brand's wife's sister on this one. Oh, 100 percent. his She's, sister-in-law she could have said is that right no. most of the time yeah she is right most of the time yeah brand's sister-in-law as he could have said but said no 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 wife's, he went full family tree tree he just went through it loved it hot take go ahead whenever you're ready panda I, oh i think you, it's time you tossing it normally you do a whole no one gives yeah. a hotter take. I, I, when I get closer to Panda, I'm like, whoa, is that a fireplace from Garth's horse? What's going on here? It must be. Panda, hot take, go. Hey, uh, listen, when I started this movie, I went into this uh, movie the, the lowest on the weekend. The acting in this movie, let me start by saying, is not great, in my opinion, outside of Ian. I think he's, he's pretty solid. The rest of it feels a little choppy, feels like the dialogue's a little stilted. I say that because, in my opinion, this movie is awesome. I really, 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 really like this movie. Uh, it is cute. It's funny. The dynamic between the son and the dad is wonderful. Loved it. There's a lot of feels in this movie. Um, man, it just it, it wore me down with its its premise and adorableness. And by the time I was over, I turned it off and I said, that's, uh, man, that is one of the top movies. of. It's, it is the best movie of the weekend for me. Uh, and it, it's going to be it might stay in my top five for the year. I, I It might be too early to call that. Yeah, 10% in. 10% in, but it is, it is the one to beat right now. It's great. Um, I, I want to say, I, I know a lot of people sometimes think, Bran, you speak in hyperbole and that's one, hold on to your hats, folks, shocking. And two, I have to talk to you about this movie because it, it like when uh, generations from now, when they are studying <laughs> how to make best films, <laughs> They're going to study this one <laughs> because it is out of this horrible, crazy world we're living in world. It is amazing. I loved it. When I sit down to watch a Hallmark Christmas movie, this is what I'm hoping for. It gives me feels. It gives me just fantastic relationships and Hallmark they they tacked it up in this, which is dangerous, and it and it still worked for Brand. Um, Ian, my man, I am sorry for how much I hated Tom Kinder. He was bad. Tom Kinder because, was bad because you don't have to be sorry for that. Tom Kinder was bad. I 
loved you in this movie. I loved the two leads together in this movie. This is how you know that a movie is going to be studied for years to come. When the two leads can be on screen together for as little as they were on screen together and it's still knock it out of the park. I was rooting for this couple the entire movie. I loved them when they were having conversations. There is a scene that lasts four minutes and it is just a conversation. That's it. That's all that's happening. Just a conversation of them getting to know each other. And it was so moving. I loved it for years to come. For years to come. Those of you that are thinking of going to film school, you don't need to anymore. <laughs> Study this film. It's fantastic. Hyperbole, not a thing for me. Yeah, wow. not at all. Uh, wow. This movie should be called You've Got Sleepless Mail in Seattle. Uh, it is a movie that has been done a hundred times for the big screen. Those treads are worn bald having said that it has not been done for hallmark and by hallmark standards this is a really great movie um by hallmark standards this is a movie that i would say is a probably a top five of the christmas movies i've seen on hallmark um the guy that is ian is how we say his name Ian is how you say he was tom kinder in the second movie we ever watched on this show and it, it was bad he was bad in that role I cannot believe that this guy is the same guy. I can't believe he's the same guy. I had legitimate feels. It's a great premise for a movie. I have more weight what's than average, I would say. Um, There's plenty to pick at and make fun of. It's hands down the best one we watched this weekend. I can't imagine there being a better one this year wow. uh, moving forward. It is a, it's a well-made movie. It just is. For do you Hallmark, like it? Yeah, I do. I oh, like it. Oh, yeah, really. We get oh. in. Yeah. We get in. Yeah. Did you hurt? So we're just spilling Diet Coke everywhere. That's why um, Plum left the napkins. They think, knew it would happen. They why knew else it would they leave those napkins? I, I don't know. They knew it would happen. Thank you, Plum. Yeah. Um, woo! <laughs> First yeah. weekend in, baby. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a, like, I, 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 listen again, and I don't want to, I don't want to take too much credit for this, this movie, it, seeing as how little I had to do with it. But there was lots of chatter. I'm out Dude, of breath. The trailer for this movie is <laughs> awful. Oh, it's bad. It's, it's really so bad. bad. Let's let Bran, who's real in shape, recover. Uh, the trailer. The Ian, Ian gives an understated performance, which knowing that he's a tech guy, he plays it perfectly yeah. like he is, but yeah. that does not translate into a trailer, no. which is all about those big, and, yeah. and the movie doesn't involve either lead really on the screen. Yeah. And so but that's what, oh, Their it's so chemistry good. is still great yes. in, in spite of that. Gosh. It is, and I think, I need, just to be clear, the reason this movie works is because Hallmark I'm sure there's some Hallmark historian out there who corrected me about Katrina Law every 10 seconds. <laughs> hey, that, also, also by the way, me. yesterday you said that Jesse Hudge hadn't been in a movie since the CCB movie. You were wrong there as well. Yes. You, you, yeah. your, your commitment to speaking uh, yeah, emphatically yeah. about people's yeah. filmography yeah. never ceases yeah. to amaze it's, me. Now, now, actual filmography, I get right. Hallmark filmography, who cares? I, I, I do want to be clear, okay. though. Okay. I'm sure someone's going to be like, well, they did this premise one time in 2013 and the blah, blah, blah. I'm What I'm saying is, is in the hundreds of Hallmark movies I've watched, including over 150 Christmas movies, I've never seen this premise. It is a worn, tired premise for the big screen. Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan did it great. It has been done a thousand times. There it's are a, a lot premise. of tropes. But for a Hallmark movie... 
this felt new and fresh and different and and the the leads were great and the lead ian was unbelievable at giving a very like a uh, a grief-stricken heartfelt mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. performance and and the kid mm. killed me the, his boy He's killed so me. so good so yeah um there you have yeah it. i get excited too. you yeah. said the acting was stilted it is still love it I could still love a movie and have some criticism. Mm-hmm. Let's get to the feels, shall we? Um, I feel like there's lots to go around. I'll start with you, Panda. Feels. Yeah. Feels uh, me. So here's well, the deal. It, <laughs> I don't know. I take it back. You want to take it back? I take it back. Just okay. give me the feels. Sure. Uh, really, the the initial tree scene where they're going and he's uh, feeling the pine cone, all that stuff, that worked for me. That whole wow. thing, their first meet cute is Really good. Love that scene. Any scene where he's tucking his boy in to bed at night, dad feels all day long. So great. Uh, and then the ending might be my favorite ending of a Hallmark Christmas movie I've ever seen. Uh, I was sitting there thinking Sweet Autumn was one of my favorite endings of a Hallmark movie. This this is right up there with me uh, there for it. Like, I just, <clears throat> so good. Yeah, I do. I have to talk as a uh, a dad. I have to talk about how um, fantastic this performance was uh, between a guy who um, is just trying, like he's just trying uh, to to figure it out without his wife there. <clears throat> I I don't feel like we get a lot of these movies where it is the guy who is that who who lost his wife and has to deal with the kid um like it happens but it always feels like that relationship isn't a, as big a part or as important of a part you guys know what i'm saying like yeah that relationship was such an important part of this movie in such an uh, organic and uh, authentic way I, I, as a dad it, i just loved it. it it brought me to tears multiple times um and last, I mean, the, the ending, I mean, ending is what it is. Do you I know, and I, I know this is, this doesn't fit anywhere. So I'll just say it now. The reason that it works so well, in my opinion, is not just the male leads performance. It's because the kid does a great job at not being burdened by his mom's death because mm. he doesn't remember. Like, yep. is he yeah. sad? He doesn't remember his mom. Absolutely. Does he miss his mom? Yes. But he doesn't live a life full of memories with his mom. He doesn't have those memories. Yeah. And so dad is carrying that weight yes. for the kid. And and I think that this kid has moments where he says, I miss mom, but he doesn't like it breaks your heart more, but it also is kind of a relief that this kid doesn't have this burden yeah. that his dad is carrying. I think that like you can have like, there's been teenagers who've lost their mom in Hallmark movies before, but that performance yeah. I think, and it's probably the writing. The kid was great, but I think it's the writing that really does that. There were so many little things, though, I, that I think brought this relationship home to me that, like, little things that Ian did that he didn't say, but just facial expressions, reactions yeah, to yeah. things that, that yep. his son was saying. That was just he so was, good. The way, he was invested in making this movie way more than he was in making Switch for Christmas. That's yes. the only possible explanation because he's bad in that movie. His character's bad in that movie. And I, when we heard, I heard he was going to be in another movie. I was like, no way. And then I heard he was going to wear like a, a panned off hat and a beard. I was like, absolutely not. And then he just crushed he, it. He, and to his credit, he pulled it off he as well as I do. He, have more, he had more of them than you do. He had several different ones he was wearing. I was say, I'm, working, I'm working to build my collection. I did watch, yeah. I watched this movie with my wife and I turned to him and I said, boy, he's pulling that, that hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's something to shoot for. Like you were, I thought you were the guy that maybe Ian is the guy. And you, you could, I, I don't want to pass that mantle off, but yeah. it might be true. I mean, good gracious. He's a good looking man. Yeah. Is it a, uh, what kind of mantle is it? Is oh, it a, it's is a, a full one. Is it a Garth? Oh, it's a Garth horse. 
Garth Hoss, <laughs> you cannot say anything with a TH in it to save your life. It's unbelievable. Um, I have feels, uh, I think we're all dads. I think that colors in a lot of what we're talking about here today. Um, but I, I did come close to tearing up once in this movie, and it is not a, a part that's probably for many of you. It's when they're getting ice cream. Um, and he gets upset at his dad because his dad's about to order a flavor of ice cream that he can't share. And he wants his whole thing is he wants to share the ice cream. I have a kid. I have twin boys. And one of my twins, he's just happy to have his own thing that nobody can touch and nobody can. It's his little box. I've got my ice cream. Nobody's touching my ice cream. My other kid, his ice cream is purely a placeholder. It is purely a, I'm going to hold this, take a few licks until mom and dad sit down. And then I'm going to get on their lap and I'm going to look at them and I'm going to smile and I'm going to say, hey, can you share? Can I have some of yours? And that kid lives to seagull our ice cream, like just to take our ice cream. And then he offers me some of his, which I definitely don't want, but I take anyway, just to be a part of the sharing I circle. bet I would want some of it. It is ice cream. one of my favorite, favorite things we do as a family. So and it to see this with a dad and this tradition with his kid, I was incredibly moved because that th made me think of my sons. And I, I just, I can't tell you how organic that moment felt to me. It was a great moment and a, a really good movie. I got to say, I was just reading a few of my wait what's and I, I laughed. And so I'm excited to get to this. I segment. have more wait what's. There's a lot of wait what's. Of them. Yeah, I love yeah. it. I'm very excited about it. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back here. <laughs> this just fun. sounds fake. <laughs> What's that in the Christmas crate? Oh, those some white ones. They're just up for grabs. You want one? Right by the ornament in the box. Open up the box. More white ones. Hey, guys. Yeah, Trey. <laughs> I just read some of Brad's white ones. He's not. <laughs> Wait till you hear Are them. they spicy? They're spicy. All right. Just just like me. <laughs> spicy one. Uh, it is. Thank you, Trace. Um, we have to share a mic. It's a whole thing. But occasionally it's just like Trace can't hear the silence in the room. She doesn't oh, read rooms real at well. At all. She's a bad room reader. How do you read a room with real books? Garth Hearth, say it. <laughs> Garth Hearth. Uh-huh. Nailed it. Nailed it. Uh, it's time for Wait What? It's the part of the show we talk about when this movie made us go, wait, what, Panda? Uh, I want to talk about her organizational system that they complain about. And they, they say, listen, it, which rightfully you complain about because it makes zero sense <laughs> to do it that way. But they proceed to say, if only she had a computer, which I do want to point out, she has a tablet. Yeah, and, and she has a website. state of the art tablet she says and she website. Has, yeah. How do you still have an organizational system that bad? It's the dot system all over again. <laughs> it is just unreal. I bake bread for the restaurant, not you know, non-disclosed type of restaurant down the street. <laughs> I I do favors for the Christmas carnival. I don't actually sell anything. I make it all out of charity, but it's all on post-it notes. Yeah, like I, you're going to make a mistake. Yes. There's no way around. It's it. so bad. Yeah, uh, I'm concerned about Josh's sister, uh, who is running the Christmas tree lighting. She's had a year. Uh, or so to plan and prepare for this Christmas tree event, mm -hmm. which having seen the event doesn't seem that extensive. Nevertheless, there's always some planning that has to go into these events, but she is 10 days away from the event, hopelessly 
behind on a level that is astonishing yeah. to me. You've had an entire year to prepare. You've done nothing. It's a real, oh, oh that's, that was that's a two weeks. What? Oh, yeah. no. Uh, I just want, like, what happened? I that just, was uh, thanks to her insomniac brother-in-law. <laughs> like, that's the only way this gets done is he's a vampire. Like, that's it. <laughs> I was getting water. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. All dude. right. Whatever you say. Uh, and then finally, this might just be, you know, this might be a little over nitpicky at one point uh josh calls uh molly twice on the phone at the very end but only says one missed call even though he's clearly called multiple times and she has not answered any of them just a small it's possible detail. she saw, uh, saw one, one, one and swiped, and swiped it. i thought yeah. about that yeah. uh, but i still thought i would i would just throw it out there uh i have a few if you guys will uh i mean they're really okay <laughs> you have built these up to where they, they cannot be awesome. these are too big to fail uh, first of all, I do want to know what was she reaching for in that tree if she was not touching? Oh my gosh, the needles! <laughs> That's like number one. She on my is list. so deep in that tree. What could she possibly be yeah. going for if she, not to touch the needles? She doesn't know oh. the needles. Yet. She's just <laughs> reaching in for funsies. She's just like hi. She's doing a new dance. Touch one tree over here to the left, and then something like that. Reach to the middle of a Christmas fir. You'll fall in love, him and her. Ooh, I Ooh. like that. Um, <laughs> so, uh, the, I think it is, uh, what's her name? Lauren? So whoever it is at the end, the girl who, that he goes on a date with. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Redhead. He says uh, they haven't been talking very much. Nope, nope, nope. I'm sorry. It's Molly. He's on the phone with Molly. This is like maybe the second conversation. The first one was about cookies, and that's it. The second right. one. And um, he's talking about how he, he burnt the cookies. And then he says, um, but I can make a mean lasagna. And she says, oh, you're a jack of all trades. <laughs> what? What? No. Making a lasagna makes you a jack of all trades? <laughs> if I know I that. know literally nothing about you but lasagna. Make, here's, a, here's a kicker. Here's a trick. You want to know it? You just layer pasta, then cheese. That's it. That's hard to Shh, do. Don't tell anybody. Um, it's tricky. So Molly and her sister go to the ice skating rink. And Molly's, uh, Molly's niece is having some lessons. And she says, oh my gosh, she has improved. And I cannot, for the life of me, imagine a world where she's, she's worse. worse at ice skating than she is oh right there. Oh my gosh, there. she's so bad. It is, she, she is, she's barely skating. She's like Tanya Harding after the incident. <laughs> Oh, she's improved. <laughs> she's actually on the ice this time. She was on Man. all fours before just crawling. <laughs> yeah. She's standing. She, I, I saw Last her. She was like going. licking the ice. Th this was it. <laughs> Don't do it. Tastes Stop like water. I kid you not. She was going in a circle like this. On the ice. And, and that caused uh, Molly to go. Boy, look at her. I will say, mm. if you're not athletic like me, that scene makes a whole lot of sense. With <laughs> you, you, like, you improved. You and saw I was her. standing upright. You saw her and she said it and, and you were like, yeah, she has. Kudos. Keep spinning, girl. <laughs> um, he's uh, out to dinner with that girl, that, that date. Yep. And uh, she says the phrase tech stuff. And he gets offended by mm -hmm. it, and I don't know why 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 that was uh, offensive, but not nearly as offensive as whatever 
the prop was on Santa's face that they were trying to call a beard. It was just straight cotton balls glued to each other. I've never been more offended for Santa's everywhere than for this Santa's beard. It was, uh, I don't know, the worst thing uh, I've ever seen. That was hyperbole. I didn't. Um, yeah, it's the first time that's happened today. <laughs> and uh, uh, I'll save it for the what, though, Mark? Save it for the weather hallmarks. Hey, when do our two leads sleep? Yeah. <laughs> when? When do they sleep? Like, it's cool and cute that they're the only two people up and they're you're chatting on email or text or whatever. But I look, Molly has an excuse. This joker used to work in tech and now does what does he do? Well, he doesn't need it. He sold his tech. He sold yeah, the company. He, just, he doesn't need to. He, but, That's fine. So but is he sleeping during the day? Like, I, I think the point that he was nap. making is that <laughs> he, he uh, when, when he was coding, he didn't sleep very much. And so he's yeah. used to that. He well, lives brother, off of two hours. The brother said, this time last year, you were in Arlington running IT patches 24 hours a day. That's true. Whatever that means. Can we talk about the brother for a second? He is definitely the oddball out of this know movie. He, I don't know what he's no. doing. I don't know. He is the human like personification of the wink and the gun. <laughs> but it also looks like Jim Brewer is trying to like invade his skin. Like it looks like comedian Jim Brewer is trying to come out of him like alien. And it's just a weird... I don't know what's happening there. It's weird. I don't get it. It makes no sense. He um, read this script and just read something else yeah. than everybody else. <laughs> Different movie, bro. Different movie. Uh, when they burn the cookies the first time, they open the door, smoke comes out, and instead of, he's got his, you know, pot holders on, instead of grabbing the cookies and closing the oven real quick, like every other man that's ever burned something in their life, he does the old, let's get all the smoke out <laughs> bit. He opens the oven and he's like, get out of here, smoke. Get to that alarm ASAP. Like, what What are you doing, bro? O oven off, door open, pull out, close. As quick as you can. It's a quick pull. It's a quick pull. That's all you have to do here. I can't believe you went through that whole rigmarole and tried to let more smoke out. It didn't make any sense. When they're all around, when Molly's family's all around the table, it's Molly's sister or husband, Harold, who is a treat as an actor in general, and uh, Molly's niece, they're all eating her tort or her cake or whatever. And she gets a call from Josh and she takes her cake. Harold is very upset by this. He's like, did you, did you, can you believe that she took her cake? How dare her take her cake with her? She, she should not ever, ever do that. Why can't we get Ian a Bluetooth headset? Poor guy. I mean, we can't get the man a Bluetooth headset. Just one. Um, and then did we really have a countdown to Christmas countdown in the I middle of this movie? In the same, I believe the same font. As Hallmark's Countdown to Christmas, there's a giant billboard that's Countdown to Christmas, tree lighting in the corner. Yeah. And they're taking off a day, like every time we come back from commercial break. So good. And then at one point, the mom's like, we got to do this, and looks up and goes, for holiday for heroes. And it's just like, <laughs> what are we even, is this a movie? I, I'm very confused by what's happening. And then as much as I love the kid in this movie, Charlie, he is downright mean to that redheaded lady. Yeah. When they show up to do the wishes or the, the whatever for the troops, he is just like, no, I want to come back another day. Bro, she's volunteering. You're eight years old. That's just how you talk to adults. Like yeah. I just, that's just, that's just downright mean. I, cu I couldn't believe 
just how mean he this dragged was. me down here, and then he saw you, and yeah. it, and it's I, weird. I know Ian's what's his name in the movie? It's not Ian. It's uh, Josh. It's Josh. I know Josh's life has been tough. He's lost his loved one, but I mean, could you at least try in the toss the ball at the can game? <laughs> you are four feet away, and mm. he literally did this. I. <laughs> And then his kid gets up there and Nolan Ryan's that bad boy. Just full like. I, I got I, the feeling he was doing that for I the think kids. he lost on purpose yeah, so that he I, would I, win. That, the Wolf. way he acted, it seemed like he was doing Man. that on purpose. No, no one throws like this. I no mean, one. it was I mean, bad. Panda Baby. I'm hoping that that's the case. I'm not only yeah. on, if it's ever since I did that. Pa- Panda, Panda saw uh, his throne. He was like, wow, he's improved. Well, <laughs> so, uh, and then lastly, uh, they, uh, they need to retire the gluten-free jokes. Just stop. And then stop the thing where the character reads the text as they send it. Like, that's just weird to me. Like, they're, they're talking it as they're sending it. I don't know. It just doesn't really work for me. Those are my way what's. No. Yeah. Uh, it's time for What the Hallmark. It's the part of the show where we uh, wonder what could have been, maybe happened, give some clarity to the questions that we still have. Panda? I am unsettled by only one character in this entire movie. Like, unsettled. And it's Mr. Blanchard, the guy who owns the nondescript <laughs> yeah. restaurant. Yeah. Who, what is his deal? He is part restaurant owner slash cook. And then he's also the maitre d' and he's also at the same time setting people up on dates. And the entire bit makes me, I just want to know so his story. He's uncomfortable. He's not me. the maitre d'. He comes over the one table because he's, she's been coming here since he, she was little. Um, everything else is a classic like Peter at Moretti's who like he goes back and cooks when he wants, but he doesn't, he just sits there What's weird to me is, is that his restaurant has no... It's Italian, though, right? It, no, because he says bruschetta early on, and you're right. like, oh, okay, it's Italian. it's Italian. Then everything else they talk about is about, like, hey, try the ribeye. They're known or for the ribeye. They got, is it like the one bread. of those things where it's like Italian and steak? You know, at the Myrtle, you can get some... Angela's. Yeah, Angela's. Angela's. I, th- I just don't know what he's... Like, I don't know what Blanchard's is. It seems fine dining. It... it I don't know what it is, and I'm very confused. But he does seem, Mr. Blanchard does seem overly invested in everyone's life. Like, very into it. Which I'm, listen, I'm here for it. If, yeah. if that's how you want to pass the time yeah. as as a, a gentleman, then you're Old established restaurateur. Sure, why yes. not? You you have money to burn? Yeah. Why not hook people up with romance? I love it. Uh, it's t- yes, we did it. Um, sorry, I, f- I forgot what, what segment we were in for a second. Are you just don't care? Just, no, I do so care. My opinion doesn't matter. Just I just sit here. again the he decoration. Guys, I don't have to. Be it's here. a Christmas crate. It's Gosh. a Christmas crate. Um, there are two things that I was confused by throughout this movie. One was the countdown. So for most of the movie, I thought it was a countdown to Christmas. I didn't see the small. Yeah, a little Christmas and tree And so line. when he said three days until Christmas, and then the next scene we see one day, I was like, what's happening here? But That's two, yeah. what, what, are the, who, what are the rules of taking the number away? Because I feel like it could get confusing quick. If you are walking in the town square at you know eight nine getting a coffee you look up it's two you you miss it when the person pulls it away i don't know they were pulling it they were pulling the number off when the when the town square was pretty full in the morning yeah, i just feel it off in the morning every day like, yeah i, I just feel assume. like you pull it off like before the sun comes i would have been like all i'm saying is there could be con- some confusion there we did it everybody 
Do you guys weren't confused no, by that? No, no, it all made perfect it sense. sense. To me. I know it makes They're sense. Counting down to the Christmas tree lighting, they they do they it in the morning. The number every morning. Yeah, when it's packed full, there's a chance. There's a lot of confusion that could happen there. What if I think? look up and there's two days left, I go on my I'll go on my way. I'm like, oh, I'm going to put that on my counter for two days because because I saw it was two days up there. So you you're do it. They should do it when no earlier. They should do it early before the sun comes up. Yeah, I think this is just one of those things where the people that are confused clearly aren't from there. Like it's just a that's thing fair. For their that's parents. fair. I just think yeah. if you have a countdown that big you should take the initiative I, get up in the morning the, the, early to, to find that spot on the venn diagram where the people would be confused and not show up the right day you'd have to really narrow it down people who are in the square I just, but, it's just from like there, what, but are there early by themselves and don't explain it my to local them. walmart just, does the old countdown to christmas and i wonder when they pull the number away yeah. i'm gonna sit around and wait and i bet I they do it in the, the middle of the night I bet you think so you think they're it's uh, someone on the night shift um i was also under the impression and i was disappointed um I, and I thought, I thought, I thought we all, all would have thought this. I thought she was making a giant gingerbread house I for the the booth. They have it like I, I thought. He asked her if she could make a gingerbread that big, and then asked her, "Hey, how's your gingerbread for eating?" I don't know. I and then he's ba- building it, and I'm like, "Oh, that." I don't know. I was confused and I was disappointed. And I do want to know if there is a booth somewhere that she made because she also thought well, it. that was yeah. my. But that was like they said that right. Like she's going to be building. Like I that was clearly. Did you think it? I thought that they we never saw the finished thing that she was supposedly building. But I did not have anything in my head. But when he when he's out there building the gingerbread, it's clear then that oh they're not going. She's to be not doing building that, a right. gingerbread. No, she was never going to be building a gingerbread. I never uh, thought she was. I thought she. Was you gonna, never thought that she was no, building thought, the booth. I thought she was giving them the supplies, which she did. And I don't think she was ever signed up to build one herself. They make it sound though. And they I did make it. I never thought, thought she thought, was. Okay. okay. Right. I thought I'm inter- be- hey, those of you in the in the in the in the Facebook group, I do want to know how many yeah. of you thought she was making it because it could absolutely just be me, me yeah. and me yeah. and panda because I, I i was so excited to see it yeah, uh too. like ginger romance gingerbread and romance or whatever that movie was It was gonna be a wait what for me because she's crazy busy i was like when she could have when she light. said I that i couldn't believe it i couldn't believe it i was like adding stuff yeah it's like tyler hines he's willing to spend two hours with us he's got all kinds of stuff to do it just keeps adding he's and, like, I, and, I, and I will say i she i know she explained her organization system and I couldn't follow it for the life. There's a state like does she just take a sticky note and add it to an But they're different colors. There's like a pink, a like blue, a yellow. Pink means this cookie, so she takes it, adds it. Like when they're on the phone with I her. I do want to, this is another what the homework I, that I didn't have written down. I do want to see her books. She never sells a daggum baked good the whole movie. Not one does she sell. She gives away. There's lots of fun. Away, it, it, strikes me, it strikes me more as an the, outsource situation. The, of, the, the, the whole thing of bread, she normally charges Blanchard's for. She says it's on the house because she's late. She literally never charges She's anybody. on the phone a couple of times taking orders. So I think it's more of a people yeah. go to her to get baked goods for their establishment. All right. But she's donating for that whole festival. Yes. Uh, yeah. All right. She's doing all right. I she's have doing two right. and they're both could be explained and you guys may be able to help me. Number one, so the idea of this Build-A-Bear is you get a bear with your own voice recorded in it with a wish of yours, and you just li- listen to yourself at night? I don't understand. This is, okay. Guys, I don't I, get it. Th- that's, I don't understand. That's the draw of this Build-A-Bear? This is, this is, ah. this is what I'll say. <laughs> this is how I understood it. They should have explained it better. I think it was a Santa Build-A-Bear. My understanding of it was you put your wish in to the Santa bear to get your wish to Santa. It's, you know, the kids, they do, they do things like that. It just, 
and I don't think I think it's less about I'm going to listen to myself over and over and over and over again, and more of speak your wish. It doesn't seem like a selling it. point to no. say, "Hey, you can buy this thing, and then you can hear the thing you said over and over again." Well, it's not like, like your it's, it's your like parents a, have recorded into it with a sweet message no, to you or it's something not like Home that. Alone it's you. Too talk boy, like just listening to yourself recorded is not a new feature. Like it's not. <laughs> I just don't understand. And then second of all. You mean to tell me, and I could be dead wrong on this. I'm just going to say out of the gate. And if you're a ba professional baker of things, and maybe you two have never burned anything in the oven. I have set off the smoke alarm in the oven. My kids are home. They were two and a half. They still remember it to this day. You mean to tell me that if I don't chill cookie dough, if I put room temperature cookie dough in the oven for nine minutes, it's going to fill the house with smoke? I think they do. Typically, when you do look at like cookie recipes, they do encourage you to chill I've the dough. I've seen my wife make cookies and put the dough in the refrigerator and let it sit for 45 minutes minimum. She says that. I know it's a thing. I'm saying I did not know just how fierce the repercussions were for I not, not following that, that yeah. step. I have a hard time believe. It makes me want to try it. Like, I get it. The cookies will run out and not be as good. But in nine minutes... I pull them out. It's just billowing. Sm no way. And the, the timer hadn't like, I, I just, I, I have a hard time with that. I feel like that's one of those details. Hallmark will get right. No, though. no, I know. Like, that's no, one of those ones I, I, think, I don't. Yeah. I didn't know that. I, I did not know that either, which I was yeah. like, huh, I'll follow that way. Cause I, I, there are some things I know that's probably dangerous. I take Hallmark's word at, yeah. and that's one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also yeah, no. like, it could have been like a combination of like, maybe he also, they were in there a little too, like nine minutes. Nine minutes. That is not time. a lot of time for the smoke. I know. Nine minutes is not a lot of time to get that much smoke on anything unless you're just, I mean, that, that you have it on broil and you've got something right up on the top rack. Like that's maybe he baked it longer than nine. Like maybe he, we maybe just, maybe like they forgot about three twenty. I think like he three, forgot three twenty five right? nine minutes. No, he didn't because the timer went off. The timer went off. I'm telling you, she said that it burned because he didn't chill the cookie dough. I just want to know. Yeah, okay. I don't know. That's a great know. question. Good that question. is a yeah, great question. question. Perfect with the Hallmark uh, for a fantastic movie. It's a great movie. Um, you can go to that, the Hallmark.com right now. You can see our top five. Well, really, it's top four at this point that we will mm -hmm. keep updated throughout the season. But I think it's a unanimous one yeah. delivered by Christmas. And then from there, it gets a little wacky, new, new. Uh, but congratulations to to deliver for, for the unanimous number one across the board here mm -hmm. at the Hallmark. Hey. Yeah. Unanimous number one. You're right. Unanimous that is number true. One. Yeah. Um, hey, it is time for the double decker of the week. Double decker of the week. It's, it's my, my decker, decker. It's your, your decker, decker. Double, double decker, decker of, of the week. week. Everybody wants one. Uh, where Panda <laughs> does that deep dive. Yeah. And, um, you know, Tyler was so nice yesterday to not leave in the middle of the story. God, that God was shocking him. for yeah. me. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, um, I wish he had. Uh, <laughs> Were you nervous? I always, for me, I just, I know my research skills are up to par. Right. And I just understand that some people are not aware of how deep Google can go. Right. Well, and also, like, you work so much harder at your craft than Tyler, and you didn't want to make him and feel. I didn't want him, and there's a gap there. There's a gap there. A talent sure, gap. And sure. I understand yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. Let's see that talent today. Who do we have? Madison Horn and Laura Peterson. Madison Horn and Laura Peterson. You did the deep dive. What did you find out? Uh, you know, they're 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 hosting a brand new podcast, Brand. I'm really excited about it. Uh, it's going to be super great. It's called The Watchman. Okay. M-E-N or M-A-N? Uh, M-E-N. Okay. The Watchmen. Yeah. 
and really excited about it. It's going to be super great. Uh, I think you guys are going to get on board too. It, it's just a podcast about men who make watches. Okay. And okay. Just, so like Rolex and stuff? Yeah, Rolex. Sounds interesting. It sounds fascinating. Now, here's, here's the catch though. They're not interviewing them or anything like that. The guy's just working on a watch the entire time. Okay. Come on. Is it about the men that make watches or is it just... It's just the guy. A guy making a watch. Those are different and there's some things. Com- and there's some they commentary. Do some commentary? There's some... Uh, oh, I see you're putting a gear in we there. We got that a kind clip. Of stuff. We got a clip. Okay. Tick, tick, tick. This goes in here. I didn't see that cop. That's oh, fantastic. Gotta wind it just right. Oh, is that a, Can you explain what you just did? Is that a gear? You wouldn't get it. Well, I tried oh, to tell can you. Tell you try me? and shut up. You try... Ooh. Hey, you tick, can tick tick. Time's running out on dummy. <laughs> wow, that's it's very, very aggressive. It's very, uh, are they all that aggressive? Are, Panda? The, are uh, all the, the watchmen that no, aggressive? I will say most of the watchmen I've run into very aggressive. But this very, everybody clip. was soft spoken. I uh, so I'm, I'm gonna put the the, the hand of hey, the watch. Are you right sure that should go right? Hey, there. shut your pie hole! Oh man, yeah. very aggressive. Got it. Work. Wow. Sheesh. They're cranky. They are cranky. They're swirly. But that's watchmakers for you. They are. I will say this. (laughs) The podcast uh, deep dives, I think, are my new favorite. (laughs) Whenever we get to do those. Just personally. Mm-hmm. Wait till you hear my new podcast. What it's is called Trace Talks Tech. We won't get into it today. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. I've heard terrible things. What? I know. Uh, Maybe another day. It's a new program. Yeah. Watchmen. Also fine. <laughs> it's going to be on the Bramble Jam Podcast Network. Bramble Jam Plus. No, it's not making the cut. Trace Talks Tech, though, maybe. Really? The Cantor's holding out contract negotiations. <laughs> he is always on the line. Yeah, he is. Uh, guys, thank you so much for watching, listening, however you are consuming this podcast each and every day this week. Um, we are off tomorrow, but don't worry. We're going to be back next Monday um, with another four-episode week. Boy, it's just we're just Man. gearing up. Lots of uh, fun guests joining us next week as well. Don't you worry. So we're very excited about it. We hope you have a wonderful week. And until next week, may we be the first to wish you a Merry Christmas. Nick the Hallmark is a Bramble Jam podcast. It's produced by Brandon Gray and presented by Friendly TV. Our lovely set is decorated by Plum Home Decor. You can check them out at plumonmain.com. For more information on Bramble Jam podcast, go to bramblejampodcast.com. And to hear every Bramble Jam podcast ad-free, go to bramblejamplus.com.